You're listening to The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with your host, Mike Sawpaul. On this week's episode, Invitations and the Guest List. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with my guest once again, Miss Marissa Osiello. Marissa, how are you? I'm phenomenal. Thank you so much. Uh, look, uh, I so many tweets about the dress last week, so people are going crazy for Hot you. Hot topic. Hot topic. But this week, we are talking about invitations. Mm. And with this, we're also going to talk about guest list. Okay. So um, there are lots to talk about here. Um Invitations is something I don't know anything about. Okay. I mean, I have to eventually get them for my wedding, which yeah. is coming up in about a year. Important. Um, but I'm going to be looking for advice here as well. Sure. Okay. I know you went uh, crazy with invitations, right? A little right? bit. All right. A so bit. tell us, how did you, did you have an idea of what you wanted to look like? Do you, where does one begin when, okay, it's invitation time? I mean, you know my answer so far to everything. Wait, wait. Pinterest. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Everything Go begins on. with Pinterest. Um, but the invitations I feel are a hot topic and have mixed reviews, right? So I think 50% of the people out there think that it's a waste and it goes right in the garbage. And I would I, fall into that category. There you go. Right. And there's another category that thinks it is like the amuse-bouche, because you know I love using fancy European words where I, I don't, don't know, even they, know where they is. originate. Yep. But, you know, kind of like the opener that's setting the tone for your entire wedding and event. This okay. is the first thing they get. It's the first thing they see. So... I'm obviously in that category. Um, and so a lot of people do throw them out. So my point is, is if you if you think they're important like I did and you want to spend money on them, you have to mentally accept that there's going to be a lot of people that receive it, mm-hmm. put it in their phone calendar, and then throw it out. Mm-hmm. But then I have other people who still have my invite in their top drawer of their kitchen. And uh, that's you know, not that even the second drawer. No, that's the top, top, top drawer, drawer right? and it's framed in my home. So it lives on. But yeah, I went on Pinterest um, and there's so many phenomenal websites. I mean, honestly, if I had to do it again, if I needed to save, would I maybe go on Minted? Because they're doing some great stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think they do beautiful things and they feel very special. Um, but I couldn't achieve what I wanted on the websites. So I found a site that I kept finding on Pinterest, a company I think in Texas, and they just do everything custom. So, you know, custom to cutting the paper a certain shape and then making you a monogram. And they drew out our whole venue and created an entire drawn map around it of where we were going on our honeymoon and where right. we came from. It was really beautiful. I really loved it. It was very experiential. It opened up, yada, yada. Um, so for me, that was important, but not everybody. Yeah, for me, I, uh, it's, I know people are going to throw it out, but I also won't send out anything chintzy. Good. So I'm going to buy. Glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, I'm going to buy in because it does. It sets the tone. Yes. It's a, an affair. Yes. And so on and so forth. Um, what did they look like? So they were black, white, and gold, and they were tall and long, kind of like a brochure or a menu. Yep. Um, and it opened up from every way, kind of like an origami, I guess, type situation. And then inside were all these long individual papers with information on the itinerary and where to stay, all that good stuff. And my favorite part was when you, the entire thing that did open up was that hand-drawn map, which mm-hmm. was really special. Um, and then we we used their monogram that they created us 
throughout. So it was on, you know, napkins at the event. We got the custom matchsticks. So, you know, I went a little crazy, as I told you in previous ones, with the monogram. Yeah. Tone it, tone it back. Nobody <laughs> else cares about your initials. <laughs> right. I learned this now. Um, <laughs> but I really went with it. I really, because my whole thing, again, the invite kind of sets the tone. So you want to keep that color scheme and, and that font throughout the whole event. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know what I'm going to do, right? We're going to put a picture of it up on... On Elegant Music Group slash The Former Bride. <laughs> there was a dot com somewhere in there. Something like that. <laughs> There's this interesting dynamic forming where I say something and then I test Mirth <laughs> and she gets about 40% of Half it. Half there. Yeah. Well, almost. <laughs> um, yeah. So invitations. Let's talk about the guest list. Yes. Okay. How do you begin mm-hmm. to put together the guest list. Okay, here's what you do. Go ahead. You and your fiance put together what you think the guest list is, and you you think you know who your parents want there, and then you send it to them thinking it's locked in, <laughs> yeah. 225 people, and they basically laugh at you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you, sh- you shouldn't have done that, basically, because I think parents, if you say, okay, you have five songs to pick for the wedding, they will come back with 35. So just tell them zero, because then maybe they'll come back with 10. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a guest list. Just start with nothing and see what they come to you with because you don't want to add people on there that they may not have been thinking about because you're just going to get that much more back in return. Um, But it was tough. I mean, there's a lot of back and forth. It's interesting to see who everyone starts thinking about and wants to invite and the aunt that no one has seen in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it can can cause some arguments. Tell us about some. Oh, God, I, I have to think about the listeners and who's going to be listening in from my <laughs> family and extended family. Um, but here, I'll tell you what I did and what I used as our rule of thumb and I asked everybody else in our family to use. I think I heard like Lauren Conrad say this, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to take credit, but I loved it. And it was basically saying, if you've not sat down and had a meal with this person in a year, they shouldn't be invited. I love that. Which sounds like aggressive, but I think it's accurate. And it really put in perspective like, wow, I haven't had dinner with that person in four years. I haven't seen them since high school. Mm-hmm. While I'm fond of them and wish them well, they probably don't need to be at my wedding. Right. Yeah. How many uh, guests did you have? I think we had 240. Okay. Yeah. Big On the bigger side, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably normal. For How many did you invite? Jersey. We, we invited 265 and we had 240 attend. Mm, they always say you lose about 20%. Yeah. 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 Uh, a friend of mine is getting married right now, has not a single no yet. Are really popular. He's sweating it. Yeah. He's he's really sweating it. It's I feel bad for the guests listening, but like we want no's. Like just say no sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and and know that if you invite me to your wedding, I'll happily be a no. Not you, Marissa, of course, because you, I can't go to your wedding. I'm, it's over. I'm also the occasional no. So yeah. I hear you. You gotta say no sometimes. Well, first of all, I'm hardly You're ever available busy. on the weekends. You're very busy. Right? You have I'm, a good excuse. Right. If if we're that close, I'm working your wedding. True. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. All right. Um Back to invitations for a second. Yes. Tell me, what am I in for budget-wise? See, this is like the flowers. It can be so vast yep. that there's no good answer that you will get from somebody. I want to say... Give me like a range, like a per-piece range. Per-piece, I would say $5 is like a normal, okay, very normal situation, like on Minted. Mm-hmm. Um, but things that people forget to account for is, of course, the mailing. Um, postage postage return postage yes and the more ornate of an invite you get that's when people really forget about the postage and that's one of my tips is um, I always tell people to mail one fully created 
example to someone in the family because some of them don't mail well. Things fall off, things break. It wasn't enough postage. I've seen that where mm. it all comes back because it wasn't it wasn't postaged correctly. Yeah. Um. So trial and error to make sure everything's in its place and it lasts the course of the mail. Mm. And be thoughtful. You have something written here that I think is interesting. Be thoughtful mm. about how it's going to survive in the post. Exactly. Right? So like, you know, some people come up with these like phenomenal ideas, but I'm like, is that like realistic in any stretch of the imagination? Right. Like a little origami flower is not going to last in the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's, it's going to get not. beaten up. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts about guest list or invitations? Yes. Advice to our brides-to-be? Yes. Um, Again, some of the more modern brides that are going in the minted direction are also doing these RSVPs online or through an app. I love it. Totally my speed, but probably not Grandma Jones speed. So you have to remember, not every guest has an iPhone or knows how to use the internet super well. So try to keep it old school probably for a couple more years. Yeah. And I'm going to give you my tip of the week. Mm. Here it is. You ready? Yes. Proofread. Spell check. Oh my God. Right? November was spelt wrong on our invitation. No way. The first print round. But, I'm not joking. Yeah. They had to pay for a reprint. I was like, they tried to pin it on me. Right. Of course. And I was like, I don't think so. Mm. I think you should know. You've got autocorrect on your computer. So I blame I blame their computer. Yeah, right? November was spelled wrong and nobody caught it. Yeah. I've done things for here, for EMG, with marketing materials where I like double up a word. Yeah. Because it like, it, it ends on one line and then picks up on it. Yeah. Like, have 18 people proofread it. It's crazy. Take pictures of it. Have a record. Proofread and spell check. It's crazy. It's totally You're nuts. right. Well, uh, little uh, stay tuned <laughs> coming up next week. We're Ooh. talking entertainment. Yes. I can find, we're oh, back, we're off of the dress and invitation. I can finally come back to the conversation. Yeah, you're going to be running that one. Yeah, it's going to, no, no, no. no I no. want your perspective. Okay. All right. Um, so we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to see Marissa's very elaborate uh, invitations, please <laughs> go to uh, elegantmusicgroup.com slash the former bride, yes. right? As, as Marissa said, 40%. <laughs> uh, and uh, we will see you next week where we're talking tunes. Yes, let's do it. See you then. Bye. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.